0: Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? My sores taste
1: delicious. Uh, ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They're just oatmeal with paint. That's that's it's healthy, right? N-
0: post... No, that's still bad. There's nothing... It's uncooked <laughs> oatmeal with paint on it. That's still gross. Yep, that's true. Uh, the... Obviously, the largest problem with this episode <laughs> is the fact that Homer eats uncooked oatmeal and paint and thinks it's fine. Yeah. That's definitely the well, biggest problem. I mean, that's, that's one of many problems, but that, that's the biggest problem. Uh, I know. Not many. Okay, baby. Hi, guys. We are brought to you by Suppers <laughs> on Patreon. You can support us by going to slash The Simpson Show for only $2 hours a month, gain access to all of our bonus content, and help us keep the lights on. We have someone to thank, Matthew. All right. Brandon Houseman, Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. This week's episode is Little Big Mom, episode B A B 4 originally aired January 9th,
1: 2000. We've... Ooh, 2000. Yep. It's like the, we're in the future.
0: In the year 2000. Mm-hmm. In the year 2000. So you never watched the whole Conan O'Brien show? Nope. Never. Can't take you anywhere, Matt. This episode is written by Carolyn Omine. This is her first uh, of many. She is written, she's still writing on the show. She still writes episodes to this very day. Episodes directed by Mark Kirkland. It got a 10.0 rating, which is just over 10 million viewing households. Um, that seems I, like a lot. I can't find any week by week breakdown, but for this year, for the 1999 2000 year, the Simpsons were, on average, beaten by two shows on Fox, Ally McBeal, and a newcomer, Malcolm in the Middle. Huh? How about that? First, where we where we first get the the first big role for Brian Cranston, and those kids who all disappeared. Hey, Frankie Muniz
1: does some stuff, I think. Afterwards, name a thing he's been in in the last five years. Uh, last five years? No, never mind. Just okay. kidding. Okay. The Chalkboard
0: gag. I Will Not Create Art From Dung. Oh. Do you know what that is referencing,
1: Matt? I don't, actually.
0: It is, let me get the name. Ah, it is the Holy Virgin Mary. It was a, a piece of art created in, I think, 1998. That is a portrait of the Virgin Mary uh, painted, also featuring collages of pornography and elephant dung. People were a little upset at the time, uh, which in turn only made the art incredibly uh, popular and incredibly valuable. This sold for millions of dollars since. Art's weird. You're not wrong, Matt. You're not wrong. The couch gag. (laughs) The Simpsons are a family of crash test dummies that get slammed into the TV as part of the test. The Homer dummy's head falls off. It's all right. It's It's All right. It's, It's all right. The episode guest stars Elwood Edwards as virtual doctor. Do you know who Elwood Edwards is, Matt? I don't. He is the voice of America Online. Oh, wow! All right, you've got mail. Goodbye. That's him,
1: Hmm.
0: Mr. Elwood Edwards. The episode begins with Itchy and Scratchy. Uh, Itchy is sad that Scratchy's dead, so he's makes a machine that clones him and then a machine that kills all the clones. So it's like he can just kill scratchy over and over with no effort. Almost like it, it's a microcosm of the show as a whole. Um, well, <laughs> and then, and we see that the, the family's watching this minus Marge and Marge is busy. She is trying to throw out a lot of old garbage, which I understand Marge. It's a struggle. The family Doesn't want her to throw it out. Marge almost gets it out. She almost gets it to Goodwill and gets it away. But Homer chases down the Goodwill truck and takes all the stuff back. A big box
1: of junk. Homer does fall off. It's it's like the most exercise Homer has done in years was to chase down the Goodwill truck.
0: Yeah. I. Yeah. Again, this this episode is. I will say that the character is characterization isn't cartoony for the most part. But Um, the
1: action definitely has The
0: action is really... Yeah. And it starts off right away because Homer is... He falls off the back of the truck, bounces, but manages to keep the box steady. Doesn't break anything or not not spill anything out of the box. Um, There's a bunch of junk in there. It's really just a way... uh, This episode also has the, like, complete first act is all nothing. Like, it's just... Ways to it, like it, eventually it like it settles into what we see are seeing now as that um pattern that formula of hey nothing, nothing, nothing involving like it's all disconnected and then we end with the actual plot arriving yeah um but all this How they all start yep lately, so they all they they get their junk back and it's inside our skis, so the family goes seeing skiing, I said seeing for some reason. Family goes skiing. Uh, Marge is scared on the chairlift. You ever been on a chairlift, Matt? I have not. I am with
1: March. Terrifying. It seems like because you are hanging way up there on a lot of those, and that just seems like, oh, you just stay behind this little bar. So that's great for a fat I mean, guy like me, but a skinny person would just slip right off. Now, I mean, one, Matt, it's
0: yeah, it's like fifty, sixty feet in the air, uh, at least Here from my re- my recollection, but the bar. Isn't really the bar is there like for mental reasons? It does. It is. There's. There's. It doesn't stop anyone. In fact, when I when I when I the only time I've been on a on a chairlift, the dudes who are were obviously uh, cross. They were. They had snowboards and the skis. Uh, they did not even have the bar up or down. I should say they had the bar yeah. up. They because they were. They they probably ride that thing a hundred times a day. So it doesn't mean anything to them. You just—they just—you just don't lean forward, don't fall off. Uh, but it is terrifying, and I completely understand. Marge. Uh, so the family gets into hijinks uh, going skiing. Marge immediately books it back to the lodge. Uh, what is what is Bart doing at this? Uh, he is
1: learning how to snowboard, right, and right, it starts right. with the lingo.
0: Right. Yeah. He learns how to. He learns how to to to. He learns how to snowboard by standing on a snowboard and learning how to talk like a snowboarder. Um, we get the thing that I forget that it's this late in the show. I always think of this as like a season nine thing, but it is a season 11 thing. And it is stupid, sexy Flanders.
2: Hmm. The Widowmaker. Oh, that one's for the ladies. Spinebuster. Boring. Ooh. Colostomizer. Don't hurt me. Here's my wallet. (laughs) Hi, diddly-ho, shuss in boots. (gasps) Flanders? That suit's a little revealing, isn't it? Well, it allows for maximum mobility. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. (laughs) Quit it! Must wash eyes! Uh (sighs) Uh-oh. Okay, don't panic. Remember what the instructor said. If you ever get into trouble, all you need to do is Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Stupid sexy Flanders! Oh my leg! This is the worst pain ever! Go! Go! The
1: some more cartoon violence for you. Yeah, yeah, Homer is not hurt in any way by this, because he's Homer. He's mainly made he a putty. I mean, he already fell off the back of a truck, which would I almost I would
0: think would hurt actually more than the skiing. You know, hitting yeah. some hitting some snow.
1: Um, we get Lisa going cross country skiing. So rewarding. Downhill skiers are totally missing out. I uh, sure. I uh,
0: it looks boring. It is apparently. I again. Would you do cross country skiers usually? They usually don't start. She wouldn't like. Why would she start at like a ski hill like a skiing like a hill why would would like you can go it anywhere as long as it's snowing i mean it looks like you're just going around the bottom of the hill sure she sees some deer they try and eat her so more some more cartoonish cartoonishness for you um the ranger doesn't believe that the animals are trying to kill lisa i don't know why they are attacking her but it doesn't matter uh because none of this matters it's all jokes um that's all it is we check in with Marge. She's back sitting chilling at the lodge, which seems nice in front of a fire enjoying
1: a drink of some kind. Knowing Marge, a very alcoholic drink. Probably having a half glass of wine. You're supposed to have two a day, Matt. I thought it was one and a half. And she, that recommendation is far too old. She just can't she can't just she just
0: can't drink that much. That's true. Um but she is sitting there by herself and uh disco stew's hanging out, sees her, makes a move. Snow Fox
2: at five o'clock. Move it in, shove it out, disco lay there. Is a the seat taken?
3: Uh, I think that's an armrest.
2: So, do you party? You mean like uh, hats and
3: noisemakers kind of party?
2: Sure, baby, whatever your trip is. Disco Stew wants you to be comfortable while he does his thing.
3: Who's Disco Stew? Hey mama!
2: Hi, pumpkins!
1: kids back away not today disco there so disco stew oh disco stew you are you are disco stew marge is, who's disco stew pretty pretty good
0: i i appreciate that um yeah it's not and this is the thing i think with this entire episode it's not that this is bad per se it just is it just doesn't mean anything
1: no, I just it's funny because when this episode first started and they got to the skiing thing really quickly, I, I forgot how long the skiing thing took, and I was like, "Oh, they're going to get to Marge breaking her leg and set up the the rest of the episode really quickly. That's great. That's what we're looking for these days." But then the skiing thing, they just hash to toss jokes in there to make it last even longer.
0: Yeah, it like I described this episode last week. We we're like, "Oh, right, it's a, the a leprosy episode. It's really not a leprosy episode." It, it happens, sure, but it's, like, the last five minutes of the yeah. episode. It it, it it takes a long time to get there, even though it is, like, that and the stupid sexy Flanders are the memorable things. Um, as Matt says, Marge, safe and sound inside, is not safe because a clock falls on her leg and it is broken and she is taken to a hospital, but not not the Catholic hospital and not the Jewish hospital to the Presbyterian hospital.
1: Yeah, I, I I wasn't aware there was a association between the, the type of hospital and uh, the, sorry, the denomination of the hospital and its quality. So that joke just went right over my head.
0: I yeah, I yeah, it's never I, I never noticed that correlation. Maybe it's more of a proper big city thing. Maybe, um, yeah, like it, it is noted in the comments uh, for for this week in the news group uh, hospitals run by the Catholic Church Are usually for emergency care And the poor uh, soci- Presbyterians Offer more expensive care And sometimes better care Than Catholic hospitals And offer family planning services That Catholic hospitals cannot provide Above them are the Jewish hospitals Which offer the latest medical techniques And the highest cost for service I didn't have any of those things As a child Or as a, as an adult Even I've never I've always like It's just like General hospital Or nearby hospital Like I don't I, went, I didn't think much about which hospital I went to when I was in trouble, or I didn't have any choice at all, because um, I was a child. When I broke my arm, I wasn't really thinking, which hosp- Mom, don't take me to that hospital. <laughs> take me to the good hospital. Know, the, uh,
1: you know, the, the one that will actually heal you, I guess.
0: There was one. That, I guess
1: it was just because I lived in a smaller area. Um, but that's it. We got a commercial. And when we come back, uh, we've got Marge in the hospital uh, with Dr. Hibbert, who apparently is the one who works at Springfield Presbyterian. uh, And the rest of the family is there. And basically, uh, Marge has, I don't even know if she broke her leg, but she might have just, you know, bruised it or whatever. But she's going to have to stay in the hospital in case a bone segment could go to her brain. It is a compound fracture, Matt. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't hear him say that. Which the bone,
0: that means the bone is going through her skin.
1: That's pretty uh pretty tough from a clock. I gotta say. I don't know how exactly. I don't happened. either. It's
0: what? a kind of a catastrophic injury, and I don't notice how. I don't know how. it, uh,
1: it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. It matters. Yeah. Well, anyway, Lisa decides to step up and help out. Well, as you can see
2: compound fracture. The leg must remain motionless, otherwise a hunk of bone could zoom right to her brain.
3: (laughs) I can't be in the hospital. Tomorrow is laundry day, and I've got to de-meat Lisa's bologna.
2: We'll be fine, honey. The main thing is for you to get better.
3: And don't worry. All the laundry and dirty dishes will be there when you get back. No, they won't. We'll all pitch it on the housework. Right, guys? Guys? <laughs> get that. Get that. Sweetie, it's nice that you want to take charge around the house, but don't be a hero. Just make sure your father eats all his meals over a tarp, but not the good tarp. I want you to get married on that someday. Oh, mom, I've seen what you do around the house, and I can handle it. Maybe I can even make things more efficient. Oh, really? Well, knock yourself out. Just don't expect any miracles from those two. Uh, gotcha,
2: gotcha. <laughs> good lord, you're wasting thousands of dollars worth of interferon. And you're interferon with our good time. <laughs> well I'll be. That cured my canker sore. Yep,
1: that was a good pun from Homer, actually. You're interferon with our good fun. I'll pass. Okay. Good to know. Anyway, uh when the family gets home, Lisa makes a chore hat. Uh unluckily for her, uh, Homer is experienced in the ways of shirking. Uh, so he just claims that every one he pulls out is a practice until he gets the chore he wants, which is feed the fish. Because that is by far the easiest task, I'm sure, in the entire chore hat. Uh, but, you know, since Homer is the adult, I guess he gets to ignore Lisa's orders. Uh, the next morning, Lisa makes lunches uh, for the boys and, and treats them as if they are both children, because essentially Homer is a child. Uh, and at least just lasted off as boys being boys cuz that's a phrase society still needs. Matt. Yes.
0: I I don't think okay, I don't think this episode is bad, but it is about nothing and the only thing we learn is that yes, Homer is a literal child. Basically, yes, and he would live in complete filth if he could. Yeah. And that's not new. That's not a new lesson we're being taught. Uh Homer and Bart learn nothing. Lisa learns nothing. Marge learns nothing. None of the family learn anything. There's no point to anything. Well, welcome to Simpsons season 11, Robbie. Glad you finally caught up to the rest of us. Hey, last episode, there was things happening. There was lessons (laughs) learned. There was Gary Coleman. There was
1: theme. Yes, uh, what we learned in this episode is that Homer and Bart are disgusting children and that Lisa has to take care of them but cannot because, hey, turns out she's an eight-year-old girl who can't force her father to do things.
0: I... Mike is she just not going to school? That's kind of what I assumed, okay, just make just it I just stay at home. I'm just want to make sure because it does she does send them off, and it seems like she just stays home all day and like how does I guess Lisa just isn't going to school
1: this this week? Yeah, she can catch up in like thirty seconds. I'm sure she'll be fine
0: i mean i, I don't real- it's not that I like am worried about Lisa's future. It's more like she just decided that, or did Homer and Marge write a note or These little questions I have.
1: Well, unfortunately, we do not get them answered. What? Uh, We do. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's weird how that happens in The Simpsons sometimes. Uh, We do see Marge uh, back at the hospital uh, where she is cleaning the windows because uh, she couldn't bear the thought of them being smudgy. So the nurse comes in and tells her, no, don't do that. If you need anything, just hit this button. And then the kid the call nurse button. Uh, But we find out that that doesn't actually call the nurse. It just increases her morphine drip because Marge, with a broken leg, needs a morphine drip. Like, wow, that's that's a little much, but sure, why not? Uh, we then go back to the family, uh, where Lisa has made dinner. Uh, however, she is constantly wanting to be perfect, adding slivered almonds, wanting to put stuff back in the oven so it gets crispy. The boys, however, are more in my lines of thinking, hey, look, food, let me get it into me as fast as possible. Uh, so they basically inhale their food and then retire to the living room to watch TV, because that's what the Simpsons do.
0: I mean... Again, there's nothing in this that is out of character. You know, I think that ultimately is why I don't like it's not like I hate this episode. I don't mind it because the humor and the circumstances, the characters are right. It's just there's no plot to this. There's nothing. Nothing happens, really. They're just like, oh, Marge breaks her leg and Lisa fails as a, a caretaker. You know, Sister my Sister does the same thing, except something happens in that and people will, like there's a theme and an arc for Lisa.
1: That's true. But meh, meh, uh, speaking what? of Matt,
0: this, I don't want to hear uh, mess. No mess. Eh, nah. yeah, this
1: episode is better than I remember it. Uh, I remember it being more deviated. And actually, for some reason, I had this one confused with Missionary Impossible, uh, which is a terrible episode. But we're going to get to that very soon. I think
0: they both are on islands.
1: Yeah, and they both, you know, the family is mostly on their own. Um so uh next we see Lisa uh basically admonishing Bart because he did not wash the dishes like he pulled out of the chore wheel. Uh he Bart, you know, is basically bad at it. Well, let's put it that way.
3: Bart, you were supposed to scour the pans. They need to the soap. You said that 4 <laughs> days ago. Look, they're rusted through. It's an illusion. No, it's not. I got the groceries. Good. Maple soda? A cell phone full of candy? Astronaut bread?
2: It's the bread of astronauts.
3: I didn't know Aerosmith made a cereal. Dad, I gave you a list.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were way up. Hello, Lollipop Island. There's a little girl here who had too many
1: sourpaws.
2: Anyway, where were we? Hello? Hello?
1: They hung up. So, yes, I really enjoyed that just for the fact that Homer says that Lisa was way off in her shopping list rather than him being wrong at getting the wrong stuff. And also during this entire thing, Bart is looking at a racing form for some reason. I guess he's going to add some bets to the to place. Yeah, sure. It's
0: yeah. again, I don't it, it is just it is just jokes about things we already knew about Homer. Yeah, he bought he's not responsible. And, yeah. And that's. This entire second act is just that. Joke. It's basically
1: Bart and Homer being awful to Lisa because yeah. they are children.
0: Yeah, and it's not, and it's never like overtly awful. Like it's never like it's not as um,
1: it's not jerk Homer and jerk Bart. It's no, just they're not Yeah,
0: they're not awful to her. So it's hard for me. I, like I don't get like upset at it or anything. It's just not. I don't find it perfectly funny either. Um, it is more of. It's it's very 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 base
1: level sitcom me humor. It's very... that's true. This episode has a lot in common with basic sitcom episodes where where nothing really happens. Like oh you know some something might disturb the apple cart in the middle, but by the end everyone is exactly where they were and no one has grown at all. I mean
0: up until the part where Lucille Ball shows
1: up, it is a straight up a
0: sitcom episode. It is the mom yeah. gets hurt and the, the daughter takes care of the 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 both the father and the son, and they're incapable of being humans. And, and she gets upset. Like it's very played stayed, um, uh, plain stayed, you know, Hey, they're not doing the dish. It's like the odd couple. Like it's the simplest, like it's from the sixties. Like it's the simplest, simplest stuff. And it's, you know, there's sexy, there's stupid sexy flanders in there. There's some clever character gags in there, but it's also not, like super spectacularly funny. It's 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 fine. Yeah, that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah. Yeah, basically, that's where we're all at. Um, But at this point, Lisa calls Marge uh, to basically give up and say, I look, I can't do this. What should I do? And Marge uh, at the moment is getting an acupressure massage uh, because that's that's what it is in the Simpsons world where someone just kind of Rather than poke you with needles that don't do anything, they just give you a basic massage. Uh, and Marge uh, just kind of plays her off. Hey, I, I don't know if Marge is overdosing on the morphine or what. Acupuncture does relieve stress, Matthew. Uh, in the placebo form, yes, but I mean you that's know, all. Sham that... acupuncture also what, does that.
0: I mean, what if I, I'm I'm not saying it has any true medical effect,
1: but stress is mental anyway. So what? Why does that matter? One, because they're not actually doing acupuncture in this episode. But two, you could also do the same thing by sitting in a quiet room to yourself. Some people are incapable of that. Well, then,
0: those people need medication. That's not needles. That's that's not true, man.
1: Okay, sometimes medica- medication doesn't work for all people. That's true, because most of the medication we have, especially for mental disorders, is very bad at the moment. Okay, Mr. Scientist. Exactly. Uh... Anyway, moving on. Uh, so basically Marge blows Lisa off probably as a result of the medication, but, or maybe to Mar- maybe we're dealing with jerk Marge here. Who knows? Uh, but basically, there's, there's Lisa- a little bit
0: of that. There is a little bit of the, uh, Springfield with a dollar sign margin here. There's a little bit of the, I'm busy. Uh, you are you're fine.
1: There's a little bit. Of yeah. That. It's like once, once Marge has been away from the family for like a week or so, she just forgets that they exist and is like, Nope, I'm done. Also, so. how do you fix
0: a broken leg in a, in a week? A compound fracture? Yeah, right. That,
1: that takes like two, three months, especially for a compound fracture. It would
0: take a very long... I It doesn't... Again, I, I just... It just kept... Like, I was like, wait a second. This all happens in a week? Sure. Sure it does. Yep.
1: So, yeah. Anyway, uh, at this point, Lisa is trying to sleep while Bart and Homer are being loud and watching television, and uh, luckily the ghost of Lucille Ball uh, comes to help her out. And basically the the ghost kind of just abuses Lisa for a little bit and then whispers a plan to her uh, that, that how Lisa is going to get back at them. So uh, that night, while well, Bart and Homer are asleep on the couch because M- obviously Matt, they're uh, too. Matt,
0: Matt, did you not pull Lucille Ball? I did not. Because what? What is wrong with you? There's no joke there besides, the oh, she's only... got a whole bunch
1: of last names.
0: There's jokes there. It's all about Lucille Ball. That's the joke. Eh. Oh, I don't know Eh. what to do about you. Lucille, like, there's okay, Matt, there's very little charm in this episode. There's stupid, sexy Flanders, and like, the I don't, is there anything else? I guess it's all Flanders. Every, all the charm in this is Flanders. The everyone, all, all, all the Simpsons, there's no charm in any of them. Lucille Ball is charming it's a weird strange vision of this sitcom character of that that Lisa gets
1: and we and it's charming it doesn't have to have jokes you sound like a Simpsons writer. Well, I'm just saying I, I didn't feel like capturing it because there wasn't much charm in Lucille Ball speaking it's on a gravelly voice. It is charming. I like it. Oh, no, it's you, not. You
0: don't like old agent Lucy. I love you. Never watch old interviews with her when after she's done doing television and she's just on Johnny Carson because she's Luc- Lucille Ball and she's like 80 and she's just like rambling in her raspy voice because she smoked her whole life. I you don't can't say that, that I have. You don't, uh, I don't know what to do with you, Matt. Apparently, you're
1: going to keep doing this podcast with me.
0: I mean, until one of us die, and then we have to find a replacement.
1: Exactly. Because the Simpsons are never ending. No, no, they right. they will never end. Nope. They've got stories for years, right? Marge hasn't become a robot yet,
0: so, you know. that's Not yet. Not yet. We're almost to start season 30. Uh, So, at least... <sighs> I like the Lucille ball. I like... Okay. Since she didn't pull it. I like Lucille Ball talking to Lisa a bit, but no one talks about it, but Bart and Homer are watching Lucy. They're watching a, a – ver- whatever Lucy – I love Lucy, I think, because it's the one with uh, Ricky Ricardo and Desi Arnaz. And you hear the clip, and they're laughing at him hitting Lucy multiple times. Homer is laughing out loud because that L- Ricky Ricardo, the character, is hitting – is hitting – Lucy on the show that they're watching. Right. And that offend that offends me, Matthew. That offends me. And the most, fact that it didn't capture or the fact no, that it's no, on no. the show.
1: It overlaps at
0: That's on the show. It's pretty awful. I mean, it's that is not the truly offensive part. The offensive part is there's no there's no violence in I Love Lucy. It's not the honeymooners. There's no threatens it's Ricky Ricky Ricardo gets angry, but it's not it's always diffused. It's never. He's never. They have. They have tiffs. It's a sitcom, but it's. Not, they don't. Never. They don't have physical violence. So there's no threats of physical violence. It's a. Don't impugn the name of I Love Lucy. How dare they? Yeah. How dare, how dare they?
1: they? And I, a, I guess it's supposed to to push uh, the fact that Lisa is visited by Lucille Ball, who knows how to take care of men who you know wronged her. I there's. I like I Love Lucy. It's it's
0: a surprisingly good
1: show for its time.
0: Turns out when you take a bunch of really t- talented comedic actors and let them just be very funny together, they're good at it.
1: Weird how that happens sometimes. Weird how that
0: works. What is the plan that yeah. that Lucia Ball teaches Lisa that you deigned not to pull that? Well,
1: it turns out uh, that the plan is that uh, Lisa is going to uh, pour some oatmeal into some green paint and paint it onto Homer and Bart to try and convince them that they have leprosy. Because apparently that's, that's a thing. Um so the next morning, when they wake up, they start freaking out. So Lisa takes them to the virtual doctor who, uh, you know, analyzes them and gives them their symptoms.
2: Welcome to Virtual Doctor from the makers of Dragon Quest and Sim Sandwich. Enter, Enter symptoms, symptoms now.
3: Let's see. Crusty sores. Yes. Horrible wailing.
2: Yes. Yes.
3: Any exposure to unsanitary conditions? Duh. We're pigs. Okay, and diagnose.
0: You've got leprosy. Leprosy!
3: leprosy! Ah! Ah! Unclean! 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 Unclean!
2: Help us, virtual doc. Look at me. I'm on my knees. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I actually did really appreciate the, the excellent from Lisa, uh, because you know, it, it shows that she's basically targeted Mr. Burns at this point with her, her little scheme. Uh, also I find virtual doctor completely wrong because it never suggested cancer and everyone knows it's always cancer.
0: My problem with this Matt, mm-hmm. is this is supposed to like at the end of the episode. They start like painting like Lisa's the, the problem here. And like, I don't, I have no sympathy for Martin and Homer. I don't care how many electric needles they get poked into them. There's, they're terrible. Who cares? Yeah. I don't,
1: I don't They're awful people. They got basically what was coming for them.
0: Yeah. I don't. I don't. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's the problem. of The episode. It's just things happen. Yeah. It's just things. Things happening.
1: Yippers. Yippers. And with that, we go to commercial.
0: Um, I will argue that Lisa's ideas that thinking that if she gives them leprosy or at least makes them think they have leprosy, that they will then clean the house because that, she's like, oh, it's because the house is dirty. You got leprosy. And they're like, and I, of course, that doesn't work. Bart and Homer do not clean the house; they flee. And well, because the the cure is worse than the disease, I guess that's true. And they flee to the only person they could possibly imagine helping them, and that is Flanders.
2: Leprosy! I can't believe it. That fortune cookie was right.
3: Why would God punish a kid? I mean, an American kid. Now, guys, leprosy thrives in filthy conditions, so your only chance is to clean up the house. I'll get you a couple of mops.
2: Mops! The cure sounds worse than the disease!
3: At Sunday school, they said the lepers were cured by some bearded dude. Jesus? Yeah, that sounds right.
2: Oh, I think we're on the outs with him. But I know someone who's even holier than Jesus. Hi, diddly-ho, I got... Oh! Oh! <laughs> Come quick! The Simpsons are covered with cooties! Help us! We're diseased! Oh no! That's leprosy! Remember those scary lepers in Ben Hur? You saw Ben Hur without me? We were broken up then! Well, that's uh, no. Uh, good. Brains, brains! Brains! Use your brains to help us! Your delicious <laughs> brains! Oh, those poor souls! What's the Christian thing to do?
0: Um, the Christian thing to do is cover yourself in uh cleaning uh cl- cleaning clothes and uh bring them inside your house. Yep. Don't don't keep them out or anything. Well right. I've learned a lot about leprosy, Matt, this week, I will say. Oh, really? Yes, I've learned a lot about leprosy. Um, yeah, they destroy everything. They both Homer and Bart now are just I guess it's they're not acting any more obnoxious than they normally would. That's true. Like it's yeah they now they have lepro- quote unquote leprosy but they don't act any like they're it's not like their behavior is out of order from anything else they do in this episode which is they touch everything in the Flanders house they rub themselves all over the Flanders and their food they try and infect Rod and or Todd um, Homer kisses Flanders on the lips um, the Flanders d- kind of dis- destroy everything that they touch including sucking off Flanders's mustache. That's a powerful vacuum. Well, yeah, as I say, to be fair, that's what uh, Maud does that to him. Um, Leprosy is not, it's very, it's not very contagious. I believe only 5% of people who have contact get it. So it's relatively low percentage of of getting leprosy. It's also easily cured. Um, Antibiotics, there's a pretty standard regimen now they give to people who have, who get leprosy. So it is not a modern-day issue, really, unless you're in an Im- impoverished anymore. impoverished or third-world nation, perhaps then. But otherwise, not really a problem for first-world countries. Um, like the one the Simpsons live in, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I would think that Flanders would know better and not just send them to Molokai. You would think, but it's Flanders. He's just like, let's get them the hell out of here. I guess that's – I mean – yeah, um, Marge gets her cast off, hasn't shaved her leg, so that's a great joke. Like I said, Matt, yeah. sitcom humor. Oh, she has a hairy leg. Am uh, I like a 75-year-old man? Is that is that a joke now? Apparently. Oh, okay. Um, so, Bart and Homer have vanished, as far as anyone can tell. You think Flanders might tell Lisa and or Marge that they're... The, that they're maybe but they're probably not okay. uh oh, yeah. sure. They're just neighbors, and Flanders is the most helpful person alive. Uh, dozens of plot holes. So Homer and Bart have disappeared. Mo calls because he is not seeing Homer. Hey,
3: uh, is Homer there? No, he isn't. I don't know where he is.
0: I'm a little worried. He usually stops in for an eye opener on the way to work.
3: He told us he'd been going to the gym.
2: <laughs> wow. Anyway, you don't think he could be at another bar, do you? Because I couldn't take that. I... I I just couldn't. I...
3: I... Don't hang up on me. I'm home, everybody. Gee, the house looks great. Mom, I lost Dad and Bart. Lost them? What do you mean? I tricked them into thinking they had leprosy. Hansen's disease. You know, like that horrible cream soda. Well, Dad and Bart ran away and no one seems to know where they went. Okay, okay, calm down.
2: They couldn't have gone too far. Molokai!
3: You mean Hawaii? Mm-hmm,
2: that's the one. They've got a top-notch leopard colony there, so we shipped him right off. Ooh, cost us a bundle, too. I guess we'll have an Imagination Christmas this year.
3: Yay! Imagination, imagination Christmas. Christmas! I got a pogo stick.
0: Imagination Christmas is pretty good.
1: Imagination Christmas is, is pretty great. Uh, what is with Marge's thing about Hanson's disease and a weird cream soda? Hanson's disease is leprosy, Matt. I know, but what what was the cream soda bit? There is a brand of cream soda called Hanson's. <laughs> but why, it's but not complicated. why is she trying to explain that to Lisa?
0: Because Lisa is calling it leprosy. And it is and in fact, I would agree with Marge. Lisa is not the person to call things by their like folklore disease name. She would call it by its proper name, which is Hanson's disease. And it is a helpful. Hey, this is a way to remind it. I'm not saying it's a funny joke, Matt, but it makes sense. It's not
1: complicated. But I'm saying it is Marge. Marge's tone is not of somebody saying, oh, no, you mean Hansen's disease. She's she she's a really weird way of she's <laughs> correcting Lisa. She says Hansen's. But disease, But it doesn't sound like she's correcting Lisa. It sounds like she's explaining something to somebody. But because she has to explain clear.
0: because she has to explain the bad joke, Matt. I don't know what you want me to tell you. It's not a okay. good joke, but it is It is her, the, It is her. in the guise of her telling Lisa, don't call it leprosy. Call it a Hansen's disease, which is what it isn't actually called. I don't know. It's not... The, the, again, I, I am not a 75-year-old man, so I don't find jokes about cream soda very funny. But, sure. Um, and th- then the episode ends, because we go to Hawaii. We go to Molokai. Bart and Homer are there. Uh, they are being treated for leprosy with electric needles, which... I guess is a way to end the episode. Um, marge and lisa catch up to them. Tell them that they don't have leprosy and bart and homer acknowledged that they realized that right away. Dad,
3: Bart, I played a horrible trick on you and I'm really sorry. You don't have leprosy? It's just oatmeal. Yeah, we know.
2: I figured it out after I ate one of my chest sores. Well, then let's get out of here.
3: No way. We scored a free Hawaiian vacation. This
2: place is a blast. All we have to do is endure two hours of blinding pain, then it's nothing but shopping and surfing.
3: Tonight, we're going to put our fake sores back on, then jump the fence at Club Med and scare the normals. Well, it all sounds
2: lovely, but... Come on, listen up. This is paradise. Number one, report to the Dermabrasion Hut. That's me. Aloha. Aloha. Oh! Until we meet him. That's
0: how the episode ends. It sure is. So, like, uh, we got. Okay, first act: skiing. Second act, Lisa being be, like getting uh, kind of tortured by Bart and Homer because they're children, mm-hmm. and then third act, leprosy. Yep. Does it, can you describe a character and their arc in this episode, Matt?
1: I mean, I could, but it would be so basic and generic as to
0: not, or incredibly long. There is no arc in it. I, here, I'll make the answer easy for you, Matt. None of these characters have arcs. None of these characters have... They don't learn anything. There's no connective theme to any of this. There's no reason for any of this stuff to happen. It is all at the service of jokes, which are not particularly great. There is Stupid Sexy Flanders, which is funny. There's Imagination Christmas, which is funny. I I personally enjoy The Ghost of Lucille Paul not a bunch else in this. Uh, And that's before you start getting to the ridiculous levels of suspension. Like the amount of suspension of disbelief that's required to make this plot make any sense at all is extraordinary.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like we, we go over this again and again, but it really seems like the, the real problem with this is just lack of focus. Like they take, What could have been multiple episodes and just kind of shove them together, which is something we complain a lot about these days, especially with the newer episodes. So I don't I mean, there are lots of things that can be done, honestly. no,
0: Matt, it's not this is not a complicated, complicated problem. I can make this episode much better, very simply. And that is simply to have Bart and Homer apologize at the end of the episode. It's all it takes. Like you want, you want to, you want to have some, like it it could be, it's a simple thing and it's a simple arc, but you could say here, I will write it for you. Simpsons writers of 2000 Homer, Homer and Bart, one of them could literally, as Lisa goes, I know you, I, you don't have leprosy. And they go, we know we figured it out. And Homer could go while I was enduring the unimaginable pain of the electric needle. I realized that we were, uh, we were kind of mean, uh, to you when you were just trying to take care of us. We're sorry. And then you have the big joke about them wanting to stay and them enduring the pain. And then that's it. You could still have the same, like the episode can largely be unchanged aside from just adding that one little bit. And it creates an arc for Homer and Bart and for Lisa uh, to an extent as well. I mean, it's not great. Uh, I would, there's certainly tons of other problems still there, but I think it erases a lot of things wrong, but I don't know. It's not that it's bad. It just kind of happens. It just is there. You know, it has a couple good jokes. Uh it's wacky, but there's no there's no character growth, there's no character arc, there's no theme. You know, it's not about anything. I mean, and that's I'm not, you know,
1: it I I didn't feel much when I was watching it oh well no because there like you said there's no character moments in this it's it's literally a sitcom episode with a really long beginning ed- tacked on
0: yeah the the leprosy bit is like five the five minutes at the end um i don't mind that because it's frankly not very good um no i feel like
1: lisa could have come up with a better plan essentially
0: i mean i think i understand the uh, and like i understand the idea that oh it's this ghost of Lucille Ball giving her this idea, which is why it's so kind of like wacky sitcommy thing. But you could still you could still do that. You just have to be a little bit more pointed about like having l- why Lisa is doing this, why Lisa uh, is doing this very sitcommy plot, and then maybe not. I don't. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's it's fine. It's fine. It, it's fine. Again, it's it's another one of those. It's like it's. I, I like it functions, it goes from A to B to C. Like, it's not like it has three different plots happening at the same time, it really is just one plot, which ultimately what makes me not hate it. Uh, and everyone's in character to the most, most for the most part. Uh, the leprosy stuff, none of it makes any sense, but whatever. Sorry, Matt. You know, this I've this, they've whittled me down, Matt. They've The Simpsons 10, the, those last couple
1: seasons, they've just whittled me down. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at at this point. Uh, I mean, I will probably come out of my, my Simpsons uh, fugue state somewhere around season 14. So, you know, I'll see you guys in a couple of years.
0: You'll, I mean, you'll have the appearance of functioning much like these seasons of The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, we'll rank it at the end of the show. Uh, no submission for this for my favorite episode. And I don't I would not
1: call this episode broken. No, I definitely would not. Not great, but definitely not broken. Yeah, it's
0: it's, uh, it's one of those that is not good, but not broken. That's that's kind of all I've got. Uh, it's a feel thing, and I don't feel like it's despicable or anything. Um, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for Comments from the News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments to is where I come through the old alt.tv.simpsons newsgroup. See what people are talking about the week or two after an episode debuted. Uh, I I pulled a good and a bad review, Matt, just to give us a little sample size. Uh, First, good. I loved this episode. I watched it first by myself, and it had a few good chuckles. I watched it again with some friends, and we were rolling. Yay, Imagination Christmas and You've Got Leprosy and Marco Polo and a million other things it seemed more like a ton of jokes strung together than an actual story, but I didn't really mind. I think that Act 1 was the best with good characterization and great humor. The most unfunny and most confusing scene was when Lucia Ball visited Lisa, followed closely by the Lisa Mo television telephone conversation. I seemed more like a ton of jokes strung together than an actual story, but I didn't really mind. Not wrong. I've said this about several episodes, but my opinions usually change on them. But this was by far the worst episode in the history of The Simpsons. Wow. That's that's strong words. I don't think any other program will be able to top this one. Lisa's irresponsible, irresponsibility is glaring, and the story focuses too much on stupidest, stupid and tasteless jokes, make it ver- making it very unlikable. I, on the other hand, have many a good point and got a raw deal by watching the entire thing. I actually feel sorry for myself instead of Lisa. My father was sleeping through the Simpsons funeral and cracked an appropriate joke after it. Uh, And I laughed at that. This is perhaps the single most tasteless, cruel, cold-blooded moment in uh, the the Simpsons history. Marge hospital massage subplot was pointless and funny as well. Let's hope this one is played a few times in syndication and buried as a lost episode D minus.
1: You know, I don't think I hated it quite as much as that guy. I definitely would not call it the worst Simpsons episode ever, but you know, I echo a lot of his sentiments. And he,
0: my 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 thing I that sticks with me is he says it's the worst episode in the history of the show. He only gives it a D minus. Doesn't even give it an F. <laughs> gives it a D minus. I'm like, well, how bad does it have to be to get an F? If you call it the worst ever, um, they. This is also where I, I, someone explained the hospital thing here. Um, this is another note that doesn't really fit in anywhere else in our show so i will i will add it because i think it's interesting um apparently this episode is one that has never aired in japan really why do you think why never aired in japan i have no idea leprosy is the reason really really cuz apparently recent japanese history is filled with terrible treatment of people who had leprosy oh wow Very, very, very bad things happened to people who had leprosy and mostly unneeded. Uh, Very bad. Uh, If you are curious, you can go look that stuff up yourself. I'm not going to describe the horrific things I read about today. But they are there.
1: Wow. That is terrible.
0: It is terrible. But eh, no one, we are, as a country, we are not exempt uh, from terrible treatment uh, and and medical issues. So I'm not going to throw stones. Um, That's it, though. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow.
3: KBBL is going to give me something stupid.
2: Well, hot dog, we have a wiener.
0: Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is the favorite guest star that you have forgotten about? Lots of good answers. Appreciate everyone who takes the time to answer. First from James. Glenn Close as Mona. She blends in so seamlessly into the role. You don't even realize it's someone acting. You just accept her as actually being Mona Simpson. Uh, AJ, Danny DeVito. It's been so long since we heard or heard of Herb Powell. I kind of forget he exists, but when I remember him, I always think it'd be cool to have Herb come back for one more episode. DeVito is always fun to watch. Uh, Sean, Brendan Fraser, and Steven Weber, all with a bushel of apples and a secret ingredient that unlocks the power of apples. Uh, Jeremiah, Michael Jackson's cameo as the mental patient Homer befriends the stark-raving dad Albert Brooks as Shock in Life on the Fast Lane was great, best explanation of brunch ever uh, Gaspar, Meryl Streep as Jessica Lovejoy, amazing performance with both sides of Jessica's angel slash devil personality, still hard to believe it, it's her and that she's such a great child voice actor on the level, level of Yardley Smith uh, Kevin Carter Sting, we are sending our love down the well uh, Zach, Buzz Aldrin, careful they're ruffled an actual an actual astronaut uh lauren at elcom eighty eight I always I always forget Sam Neill was Molloy the Catboy and Homer the Vigilante, some of the best guest stars are the ones you can't tell it was them uh Stephen at Stephen K Mark Mandy Patinkin as Lisa's future boyfriend slash fiance never w- knew it was him until years later. The guy from Homeland pulled off one fine English accent
1: <laughs> the guy from Homeland, yes, that's what we remember mandy Patinkin.
0: press i that's what I was gonna say, like I think. I don't know. He's Inigo Montoya. He always will be to me. That's, exactly. That's, you know, I can't. He's done lots. Of, he's he's done lots of. He's been a lot of great things, but that's it's always Inigo Montoya. Oh, yeah. uh, Geno Man at Eugene R. McGrath. Hold on, folks. The man's talking about waste management. That affects the whole damn planet. I can't do Bono's accent, so I'm not going to try. Uh, Andrew at Andrew Black friend of the show. I always forget that Meryl Streep voiced Jessica Lovejoy, which is a tribute to how well such a distinctive actress nevertheless manages to blend so seamlessly in, into the role. Plus, I hear her hair smells like Fruit Loops. And, <laughs> and finally, Mike, at more beer for Mike, Patrick Stewart and Homer the Great, release the Stone of Shame and bring on the Stone of Pride.
1: Uh, triumph, so, but yeah.
0: Is it the Stone of Triumph, Matt? Yep. You remember all these things. Um, That's just in time for the announcement for the, his new show. Which, oh, man, I can't wait.
1: I uh, can not yeah Picard making wine for that's I said I would watch Patrick Stewart do almost anything. Oh, you give me to solve uh you know crimes in 24th century France. Yes, please. I don't he's going to go out in space man. It's not going to They're not going to keep <laughs> I know. I gonna, know, but uh, I would totally watch that show. They're not going to keep him on Earth. He's uh but whatever. Uh what is your answer? Matt? Well, honestly, my answer was Meryl Streep as Jessica Lovejoy, but since I did not realize that Mandy Patinkin was Hugh I got to pick that. Like it's not something that I forgot and I probably will never forget now, but that's amazing. I I had no idea. That's incredible. It is something you forgot,
0: Matt, because it is definitely a thing we went over during Lisa's wedding. Really? Definitely. Yeah. I remember. Oh, okay. Well, then I really forgot it. I I forgot it a lot, see? Uh my answer is Glenn Close as Mona. Uh it is it is I think the example I that I first think of in the Simpsons where the guest star doesn't it it becomes that character like when i think of some certain guest characters that are with my voice by celebrities i like them a lot but i can still hear the that the celebrity there with mona i don't think oh i don't think i'm listening to glenn close i am thinking i'm listening to mona the whole time it's just this is mona this is not glenn close as mona and i think it's that kind of illusion of just that she disappears
1: you know that's that's a you know it's almost like she's a talented actress or something. It's weird. It is like that. And it's the same way with a lot of like the best characters. I would say Jessica Lovejoy is the same way. Like, I look at Jessica Lovejoy and hear her voice. I don't think Meryl Streep at all. I think Jessica Lovejoy. Same way with Mr. Bergstrom. You know, uh, I I mean, like, I, I don't think Dustin Hoffman. I just think that's what Mr. Bergstrom sounds like. Like, it, it, it's not enough to take me out. Right. It's weird right. how these great actors and actresses are yeah. just great at their craft or something. Don't break immersion. Yeah. Next week's question.
0: What is your favorite celebrity that does not that is not voiced by themselves i.e. voiced by a simpsons cast member uh we see lucille ball in this episode but there's many other instances usually when they are being ruthlessly mean to them or they're dead <laughs> those are the two usually the two uh reasons that uh celebrities are voiced by a cast member instead of themselves. it's true and honestly
1: if, if your answer is not vincent price you're just wrong sorry guys i don't think my answer is vincent price well, then you're wrong. Congratulations. I think there's only one way to prove who's truly wrong,
0: Matt. And that would be... Our next segment! It is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. <laughs> I am too smart! I am too smart! S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T! The No Google Trivia Challenge is Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard. And try and stop the other! Uh, I'm winning this season by... You're kicking my butt. Nine points so far. We are this is what episode? This is the tenth episode, so ten episodes in I'm up by nine points. Matt, are you ready for an easy question? I'm ready. These are all from Marge Be Not Proud. Ooh, okay. Your easy question. What game does Bart get caught stealing? Bone
1: Storm That's correct. <laughs> well, uh just so you know, uh someone in the uh a uh, listener question uh, Spoiled the answer to, to mine But oh, what no. famous person helped dig Bart Out of the well in Radio Bart <laughs> Sting <laughs> Yeah you are correct He's a good digger man He is I'm Even boasting. though you know Bart's probably never listened to any of his albums
0: That's probably true Your meme question man The Crusty Christmas special that is featured in March Be Not Proud is sponsored by who?
1: Sponsored by Two companies Oh Oh man I can't remember the name. I remember their tagline, selling your chemicals, your, your body's chemicals after you die. But what is the name? Oh, man. I'm going to start watching these episodes more often, apparently. I honestly have no idea. For either? No, no guesses? No. One of them, I'm pretty sure, is a cookie company, and the other is their parent company who sells <laughs> your body's chemicals after you die. It is ILG... ILG. And Little Sweetheart Cupcakes, a subsidiary of ILG. Of ILG. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know if I call it a medium question, but... Matt, uh, yeah, Matt, no. Matt, for you, it is a medium question, considering you knew selling your body's chemicals. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, your medium question. Mm-hmm. What surgery does Santa's little helper need in Dog of Death?
0: It is... It is something compressed. I think it's his you think is it. Hmm, it's like compressed, like something with his. Stom- it's like his guts, something with his intestines or his stomach or something, and it's like compressed or like it's it's a made up. It's mumbo jumbo, but um, uh, compressed stomach. That's all I got. You are close. It is a twisted stomach. Twisted, twisted stomach. All right. Okay. Your hard question, Matt.
1: What are the Christmas gifts the bullies receive in Bart's vision of Juvenile Hall? Okay, um, one gets a book of carpet samples. I need the names. Oh, okay. Nelson gets a book of carpet samples. Um, I believe it was Kearney gets the March Eighth newspaper. Oh man. No, sorry. Jimbo gets the March Eighth newspaper. That's all I yeah, got. That's all I can remember. Jimbo gets the March Eighth newspaper. Mm-hmm. nelson gets a book of carpet samples okay bart gets a soiled wig oh i i, I sorry you said the bullies, so i just didn't include bart
0: well bart's there matt i assume
1: you would assume as Yeah, well. but you said what do the bullies get in bart's version well of, uh... there's
0: also kearney who receives a yeah, dirty kearney, rag could... which dirty
1: rag huh they don't even no. they did
0: not say that you only see it uh, okay so i'm sorry
1: uh-huh i'm sure you are all right. Are you ready for your hard question? No. Oh, well, just let me know when you're ready. Oh, now I'm ready. Oh, okay. good. All right. In Lisa the Simpson, what professions are the female Simpsons? There are four of them. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I jump in front of cars for money. Um. Uh, I would say, let's see. There's a, they're all really smart people jobs. I uh, and so I think one is so such a smart person. Job it doesn't it didn't exist at least at the time. Um, uh, so shots in the dark, architect, molecular biologist, uh, neurologist, and um, what's the fourth one? Um,
1: um, veterinarian. So you got one. Oh well, that's more one than Ar- I thought architect. I would. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one is an environmental lawyer. Uh there's the Doctor of Complicated Surgery. That's what it was. <laughs> just a great joke. Uh and the regional sales coordinator for the third largest distributor of bunk and trundle beds. I would have given you that if you just said sales coordinator, but you you didn't. So bunk and trundle beds. Uh huh. I don't even know what a trundle bed is. Well, Matt.
0: A trundle bed is a bed that has a bed underneath it that you can pull out. Oh well, how it about makes it, that? So it has two beds, basically.
1: It's a bed and a bed. It's a bed. Yo, dog, or heard like
0: beds. So I mean, I put a bed in your bed. Exactly. So either you can use it to expand a bed or have a second smaller bed. Seems useful. Like uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, they they probably had a trundle bed situation going on in there. In there, I would uh,
1: hope anyway. Yeah. I mean, there were eight grandparents in the same uh, yeah. same bed. Why do we never talk about how that the grandpa is a scumbag? I don't know, because anyone who who does an analysis of that film today completely points that out. It's like, oh, he can't get up and go to work, but he can go to the chocolate factory with him. And he's the reason that Charlie t- tries the 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 candy that he's not supposed the to. Whole thing, yeah. Bad influence, that grandpa. Yeah, he's a bad influence. You know, Charlie should just give him some money, set him up in a nice house somewhere, and, and never speak to him again. His dumb nightgown. Ugh, nightgowns. Dumb grandpas. Um, that that's it
0: for trivia matt and i each have a point this week so the margin stays the same also a uh a tweet that i saw this week that i think is very appropriate for this segment it is the closest you can get to knowing what it's like to be a ghost is listening to a podcast where the hosts are trying to remember a piece of trivia that you know <laughs> that is so dead on
1: i <sighs> have mm-hmm. uh, I have sworn at many a podcast I, where i'm where yeah I t-
0: yeah, and I'm sure that's how our listeners are probably during this entire segment. That's true, uh, screaming at us, um, like "dirty rag, Kearney had the dirty rag." Come on, come on, Matt. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. The Segment we end every single episode with. It is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever, best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of uh, every episode ever and how good they are. So Matt. Where does this one happen?
1: Well, I'm looking... Uh, you, you may like it a little more. I'm looking somewhere right above where a lot of our Season 1 episodes uh, came out. So I, I'm looking probably somewhere in like the 180s, 170s range. Really? Uh, episodes that are good, but... That, that not I? Well, I was trying to be generous. Because you seem to realize like this episode a lot more than I did. I, like, I didn't hate this episode, I, but... I don't know. If, did you listen to what I said? I did, but you, you still have, seem to have some... I don't want to say reverence, but some appreciation I, for it. I there's some humor
0: in it that I like. It doesn't like. I don't think it can even. I, I I'm at the, It's it's just one of those episodes where nothing really happens. Like I would put, uh, it's tough, but it's I I it's down the two hundreds. I'm looking at two hundreds, Matt.
1: Okay, I mean, I, I'm okay with that, because like I said, I was looking mostly at the season one stuff, and there are still a few se- season ones down there. Uh, so, you know, Bart the Genius, and, uh, well, I guess, yeah, this is this is a lot of season 10 and 11 down here. Never mind, you're right. Yep. That's... That, that is below most of the season ones. Yep, it is. And I don't
0: think this is any exception. It doesn't, there's nothing, nothing happens. Nothing happens. In, yeah. a, a, like, and I mean, nothing happens, meaning things happen. Of course they do. But. Nothing of consequence happens. No one ever is really affected. And because everyone's a cartoon character, Homer's Homer and Bart's pain means nothing. Like, they get electric needles to them for no reason. But, again, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter. The violence done to them doesn't mean anything. There's no consequences to the violence done to them. So, it can't be used. You can't use that violence as a way of resolving conflict. Like, I would say, oh, Bart and Homer are mean to Lisa and they get violence done to them as a way of retribution, and therefore the conflict is resolved. Except the violence doesn't mean anything because they bounce right off, it bounces right off of them. We get no, like, I know that Homer has always been just received a ridiculous amount of violence done to him and been fine, but. Even in the most egregious cases, like the ca- time where he falls down, the, you know, in Barthe Daredevil, where he falls up down the canyon and falls down again. He's in a, he goes to the hospital. You know, he's uh, he's bandaged up. He's in a, he's on a gurney, or the time where he fights Tom in, uh, um, Brother from Another Mother. Is that that episode or I thing? It's Brother from Something. Brother from the same planet. Brother from the same planet. There's so many. There's there's like three episodes that have brother in the title. I get them all mixed up and or wrong, but he gets beat up by Tom in that, and he gets bent backwards over that the the fire hydrant. Like I, I feel like that that violence like inca- incapacitates Homer and stops him. I feel like that is enough to set it apart as more realistic. Not honestly, not actually realistic, because of course not. But when. In the same episode, we see Homer fall off the back of a truck. He's fine. We see Homer ski down a hill and get hit by snow and fall and break his legs or whatever, and he's fine. And then Marge somehow gets knocked hit up by a clock and she breaks her leg. It's again, it's just you have to have a kind of a a, a steady level to make that violence mean something, to make make the consequences mean something. And when there are no consequences means characters, there is no arc to any of these characters because they can make all the mistakes in the world and it doesn't matter because it's just fodder for jokes. And I don't think the jokes, aside from the, the few classic things in this, it's not... I would trade... I, here, here's my proposition. I would trade away Stupid Sexy Flanders for a plot that makes sense.
1: It has consequences. Well, that would be nice, but that I would leave this episode I, far uh, better than most of season 11. Uh,
0: I can't make that trade. I think it's... Like it's near Suddy Sun Sunday cruddy, cruddy Sunday at and Homer Drive. I, I I don't know. It's near Take My Wife's Sleeves. Like all these episodes are all kind of like eh, they're fine. That's all they are. They're joke yeah, fodder.
1: There's some funny jokes. They're very Looney Tunesy, but there's nothing you know that's really great about them. I I would probably put it uh you know somewhere around Homer's Night Out. Um. You know, it, I, I hate to put anything up above or uh, below Sunday, Cruddy Sunday. But I, I think this is actually even worse than that. Because at least Sunday, Cruddy Sunday had Vincent Price and Egg Magic.
0: It did have Egg Magic, Matt. You're right. And I think I agree with you. I put it right above Call of the Simpsons. How's that sound?
1: Sounds good to me. Okay.
0: Little Big Mom, number 209 on our list, which is right above Call of the Simpsons, right below Sunday, Cruddy Sunday, which has and always will have egg magic first on our list is homer's enemy and last on our list is when you dish upon a star holding strong since it's uh since it's uh since it has taken over the final spot on our list next up matt is faith off
1: oh okay i remember this one pleasantly but we'll see if it holds up yeah faith healing in the bucket and all that stuff um i do remember the ending being a little weak but you know I'm pretty sure someone learns a lesson, at least.
0: Yeah, it's a BART episode. I think you're right, as far as I can remember. So we'll see how that goes. We'll talk about that next week. Watch along with us if you'd like. Uh, you can find all this stuff on our website, com. Links to Facebook, Twitter, to our RSS feed, to this list, to our Patreon. If you want to throw us a couple of dollars, we'd love it. And we thank you. Um, you can find me online on Twitter, at Robbie Dorman. And please check out my other podcasts, the Hansel Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books and the Serial Fanaticist. It's about all kinds of nerdy things. Uh, the most recent episode is... I think I've forgotten what my most recent episode is. <laughs> it is, is me and Matt talking about the Fellowship of the Ring.
1: That's what this true. We suffered for you, so you guys should it's go enjoy suffering
0: it. suffering that we both like the book, Matt. Don't lie. I know. Don't it, misrepresent. It, it was just long. You're so... It was long. You've played WoW for how many hours of your life? And you complain about a book Yeah, but, but it's while there's long. plenty
1: of stimulation uh, you know, with uh, well, Lord of the Rings.
0: Oh, Ring. God. Simu- you mean, you mean stimulation that they've stolen wholeheartedly from J.R.R. Tolkien? Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, then. Uh, uh, Matt does not participate in social media unless a certain love of Patreon backer. You wanna find him.
1: That's true. I have decided I'm going to go live among the clouds in an effort to help with global warming. Uh, I'm not sure what I'll do, but, you know, I'll throw some mirrors up there and and that'll help reflect a appreciable portion of of the solar radiation, I'm sure. So your plan is the same as most of our world's governments is. Yeah, basically just throw some mirrors up there. Hope for the best. Yep. Just stand up there in a vehicle that burns tons of fossil fuels uh, per hour to, to, you know, don't
0: don't change your behavior, but hope for the best.
1: Exactly. Mm.
0: Yep. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching The Simpsons.